Welcome to 15 with Christine. Our special guest this week is Josh Crago with IT Voice, the new Slappy Communications. So let's get started. On 15 with Christine, we talk about all things business growth. But before we get started, let me remind you where you can find the broadcast. I'll come to you live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. My goal with 15 with Christine is to introduce you to people who can help you grow your business. And I'm excited today to talk with Josh Crago. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Josh a couple of years ago, and I'm excited to bring him here for the conversation today. Uh, welcome, Josh. Thank you very much, Christine. How are you this morning? Oh, doing good, doing good. Um, Josh, I'm, I'm glad to have you on to talk about your story. Because, you know, you and I met uh, through a networking group, I think the industrial network group, but I know that you've had a lot of success over the years in many different networking groups in business. But could I ask you to take a step back and tell us a little about your story, about how you got started in business and what what brought you to where you are today with, uh, with IT Voice? Absolutely. Thank you for having me again. I've been in corporate America the majority of my adult life um, through 2019 and uh, had various management roles um, through 2019. And um, I had the the opportunity to go into um, an individual contributor sales role in in 2019 when um, I just felt like it was time to to make a move for myself. And um, I met with a a guy that I used to work with at a previous company, and um, he basically told me how great it would be if I was just working for myself. And um, I said, you know what? It's been a long time since I've been in that normal day-to-day grind, but uh, I'll give it a shot. So I hadn't been in in an individual contributor role for probably 15 years. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I, uh, I met with a, a friend of mine, uh, Taryn Newell, who is uh, part owner of Birmingham Mortgage Group. And uh, we sat down and kind of talked about what I needed to do to, to be the best, to generate as much revenue as I could. And he told me about BNI. And oh, so okay. that is where my, my networking experience began. So he told me about this group and I said, I, I don't think that's for me. And he said, what else will you be doing at 645 tomorrow morning when I pick you up at the bottom of your driveway? <laughs> I said, OK, I that. that's fair. Um, I'll do that. And I walked into the building and I was welcomed with open arms. And I knew that this was the place for me to really kick off my new career as an individual contributor. Wow. Now, what so what specifically were you doing in 2019 when you joined BNI? In 2019, I was a, a sales manager for an advertising company, yes. and then I transitioned into individual contributor role for a digital marketing agency based in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
Okay. So um, we didn't have any, there was no one from uh, Alabama that worked for the company other sure. than me. And um, so I just had to really hit the ground running and, and get as many leads and opportunities as I could find for myself. Awesome. So, and, and you started your networking journey in that, that BNI group. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now, is that the group you're still in today? Are you in a different group? How has that played out for you? <laughs> Great question. So, yes, I am very much in that group today. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've kind of moved on to a leadership role in the group. Awesome. Um, so it's interesting. I, I went from, no, I would never do that to then being the visitor host to now being on the membership committee. But awesome. um, interestingly enough, when I started in BNI, everything in, in BNI is industry specific. Yes. So I initially had the digital marketing seat in the in the chapter, and um, I transitioned to the telecommunications seat. Yes. So that was uh, that was kind of interesting because um, it, I didn't know if I would be selected for that role since it was it was new to me. I hadn't been in the in the, the telecommunication space since 2002. So um, it made me feel really good that, that the, the team around me in, in BNI thought enough of me, had already trusted me and uh, saw me as someone who could very easily completely switch careers. And uh, I would still be a good referral source for their potential opportunities. Awesome. Now, what, what's the name of your group, Josh? The name of my group is UAB Downtown. UAB Downtown. Yes. We meet at the Birmingham School of Law on awesome. Wednesday mornings. Now, Josh, if I was to talk to some of your, uh, you know, the people you work with in your BNI chapter, and for those of you listening, BNI stands for Business Networking International. Um, Josh, if I was to talk to some of your, uh, your, your friends in your group, what would they say about you? What, what would they, how would they describe working with you and building a business relationship, what that, what that has been like? They would say that I am extremely passionate. Um, they they ask me how I have this much energy at 7.15 every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would also tell you that I am all about follow-up. If I give you a referral, I expect you to follow up with that customer um, yeah. or that opportunity. But if I don't hear from you, I will actually follow up with you to make sure that you have called on that person for me, because, you know, I feel it's my reputation on the line when I give a referral. Yes. So they, they are very surprised that not only do I follow up on the referrals that I receive, I also follow up on the referrals that I give. That's awesome. What, how would they describe you as far as how you've helped them or how you've helped their clients or people in their own network? What, what would they say if we were all sitting down having coffee? Absolutely. So a lot of a lot of people in BNI are in business for the first time. So what seems very natural to me um, using an Outlook calendar for the last 15 years plus right, right. Um, is is very difficult for a lot of people to be able to manage their time. So we talk about how you can block your calendar out for certain events to make sure that they get done every day and um, making sure that you're following up with everyone that calls you. If someone says, make sure you call me in two months, I'm not interested now, but I'll be interested in, in working with you in the future. Make sure you follow up with that person right? because um, running a business is 
is not a sprint. You know, it's very much a, a methodical approach that you have to have to be successful. So yeah. if you don't do what we call the, the blocking and tackling of the job, there's no way that you'll be able to be successful. I love the way you detail that out. Yeah, the blocking and tackling, those behaviors you have to do to be successful. And I also heard you say, Josh, you know, in a in a in an individual contributor sales role, it's like you're running your own business. Absolutely. And I and I hear that you take ownership of that. Um, and that's really powerful. Um, how has Business Networking International. I know we're also in the Industrial Network Group. You know, how has harnessing those networking opportunities really helped you run your own business? Because that's how you embrace your role at IT Voice. Absolutely. So Will Slappy, our CEO, is yes. a huge proponent of networking groups. So yes. I'm a member of multiple groups. And the, the way that I see it, the more people that that can know me, um, that I can get to meet and really generate a, a mutual beneficial relationship. Right. Um, that is, is really the, the key to success in increasing sales overall, because the, the way that I see it in, in networking groups, if you're doing things correctly in a networking group, you have the amount of people that are in your group as salespeople for your business. So there are 20, 22 members in our in our chapter in BNI. Then there are multiple members in, in the Chamber of Commerce that, that right. I'm a member of. Of course, ING. So I have hundreds and hundreds of potential salespeople that are out um, kind of delivering the message that I've given them uh, to be able to help me receive referrals. And that's awesome. been extremely beneficial for me. So, Josh, what other networking groups can we give a shout out to today that, that you're a part of? Absolutely. So uh, as we talked about, BNI, uh, UAB yes. downtown, meet Wednesdays at seven o'clock. Um, the Chamber of Commerce in I the Irondale Chamber of Commerce, which meets oh. at a Pine Tree Country Club. Um, ING, Industrial Networking Group, uh, which meets at Green Hall's Insurance. Right. <laughs> and right. then I'm in another group. Uh, that's that's recently started. I believe we have over 20 members called Millionaire Makers that meets awesome. uh, every two weeks on Wednesdays as well. So um, I, I think I'm going to kind of cut it off right there for now <laughs> because <laughs> there, there's a lot of commitment to that. And yes. I want to make sure that I'm getting as much and being able to give as much to all of those different networking groups. Yes. Well, that's a that's a fantastic list, Josh. Um <laughs> When when you're thinking about building your network in these groups, when you're thinking about you know, working with new prospective clients to really help them solve their problems, what have been some of the most useful things you've learned in the past year? Whether it's learning from others, learning from a book, but what have you been learning and applying in your personal business journey? So time management would be yes. the would be the biggest thing. Um being in, in corporate America for many years, I was punching a proverbial time clock, right? right. I was in the office at seven o'clock and I left the office at seven o'clock most nights. Right. And um, now in addition to my IT voice job, I also have a side business. I'm still with that digital advertising company that I started with, uh, but just as a, uh, as a 1099 employee now. Okay. 
So um, I'm juggling both the, the 2060 digital as yes. well as IT voice. And then on top of that, my wife owns a very successful travel business um, and she works from, from home as well. So I am not only having to do everything I can to manage my business, both of those businesses as well as I can, but I also need to be able to get kids to soccer practice, right. from school, get them to appointments, different things like that. So I had to really fine tune my time management skills to be able to ensure that I didn't have kind of a, a drop in results on the business side, if that makes sense. Right. In a, you know, in a minute or so, can you share maybe your best tips for doing that? Because I think you're you're not alone in saying that's a, you know, managing your calendar, time blocking is a calendar, particularly when it comes to the execution. Got any practical tips for us? <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, you you definitely nailed it. It's all about the Outlook calendar. Literally everything in my life is on my Outlook calendar. So if I need to pick up kids, my wife says, I have a meeting in three weeks on a Tuesday. It's already on my calendar. There's no way that I will forget anything. Um, and, and what I say is if it's not on my calendar, it's not going to happen. So when, when people say, oh, Josh, I, I forgot that we were going to meet or I forgot that I was going out to the referrals house that, that you gave me. I, I, I just don't understand that because the Outlook calendar is right as long as you put things in the Outlook calendar. So, right. It's the old uh, adage, garbage in, garbage out, right? That's exactly right. So how do you practically manage that input? You know, do you have a process to review it every week? What, what do you do when you have conflicts? Absolutely. So I, I look at my calendar at the end of every day to see what's happening, not only tomorrow, but also the following day and the remainder of the week. Yes. And um, I'll sometimes color code different things, you know, based on if they're personal things that I need to get done or their business. Um, some things I'll, I'll make tentatively, you know, so that that person will know my goal is to be there. But right now I may have something else that's that's already on my calendar that I won't be able to move, you know, that sort of thing. So um, it, it's really just managing what's what's on there and then most importantly, sticking with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I have on my calendar that I'm going to reach out to people via LinkedIn from 815 to nine o'clock, I make sure that I do that. If I'm going to be reaching out to set up one to ones, you know, which is a a one-to-one -one meeting, whether that be lunch or at someone's right. office to talk about how I can help their business and they could potentially help mine. I make sure that I, I stick to that um, because again, it's all about what you're doing that people don't see that makes you successful for what they can see. Oh, I love that, Josh. You're talking about execution. Absolutely. <laughs> well, if, if you're thinking, you know what, I, I'd like to learn more about Josh and what he does. Um, you can reach Josh at josh.crago at itvoice.com. You can reach out and link up with him on LinkedIn or give him a call on 205-612-0171. You know, and for everyone who dropped in and listened today, we appreciate you being here. Josh, thanks for joining us. We will be back in two weeks with another 15 with Christine. Until next time.